and welcome back. We are here again. It's me, it's Hillary. And it's me, it's Nikki. And this is Great the Rom-Com. The Rom-Com pod, where we talk about rom-coms. That's it. That's what we do. And that's it. That's and, it. And um, it's, it's one of our favorite activities. Has been for ever Definitely. From from when we started watching what was Beauty and the Briefcase mm-hmm. and Confessions of a Shopaholic. Oh, geez. And just, I know, just all those classics. Valkyrie. Valkyrie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that one wasn't as... Wasn't Not so as much. Not so much in the ROM or the com, really. Unintentional com. Yeah, exactly. Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise is pretty calm. Oh, Tom Cruise. Well, today we have a real rom-com, unlike some of the ones we've been watching. Yeah, no more of those fakes. Yeah. So today we're doing a classic starring one of my favorite actors, Hugh Grant. It is Four Weddings and a Funeral. I've never seen this one before. So and I've seen it a couple of times before, So, okay. but not in, a, not in a while. I hadn't seen this movie in quite some time, so I was happy to watch it again. So this guy did Notting Hill too, right? The director or the writer? Yes. Uh, Richard Curtis is a very, very well-known writer who did the film. I believe he also did uh, Love Actually. Oh, nice. Um, He might have also done Notting Hill. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, Love Actually, Four Weddings and Funeral, About Time, which is another great rom-com. Pirate Radio. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. He's a... He's pretty prolific. Bridget Jones, The Edge of Reason. Oh, yes. Bridget Jones Diary, Notting Hill, Mr. Bean. Wow. (laughs) Look at you. Way to go, Richard Curtis. Yeah. So he did Notting Hill as well as Love Actually. Two other rom-coms we have reviewed. This one gave me some some Notting Hill kind of like flashbacks in Mm -hmm. a way. For sure. Well, it's a lot characters. of British people. So. <laughs> a lot of kooky people. Just a like lot kooky. of kooky Brits. I was surprised by how much they could say fuck. Like, isn't there a limit on that now? Was that like different? Like, because I feel like now if you say it more well, than twice, it goes straight up to like R. If you say it more than if you say it more than twice, it is an R-rated film. But this is an R-rated film. Is it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, that makes more sense then. Then go for it. I was. Yeah, I, I mean, they said fuck like fifteen times within the first four True. minutes of the movie. Oh, I didn't know if it was released as that though. I yes, was like, it was. It was oh, an wow. R-rated film for sure. Oh well, good. Well, good. Well, then never released mind. Released in nineteen ninety four. Back then, you know, they just were. Yeah. Saying fuck out the wazoo. They really were. That was like the first like 10 lines of the movie. <laughs> they're late for this wedding and they're just like, fuck, 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 fuck. Like I was, I, I was concerned. That's right. Well, we do open the movie and there's an alarm going off and Hugh Grant is uh, sleeping away in bed and he doesn't bother to get up when the alarm goes no. off because why would you? Honestly. No. You got to snooze it. Mm-hmm. But another guy his alarm goes off you see a bunch of people they actually get up when their alarms go off or like when they know they're supposed to be somewhere to get to the place they're supposed to be and where they're supposed to be is at the first of the four weddings promised in the title so (laughs) so you know what you're what's coming at you exactly in in this movie um so hugh grant was the best man in this wedding and not very good at it not very good at it 
the wedding itself was very interesting. It was kind <laughs> of like it was like a Christian themed talent show. It was very mm, yes. There was a lot of acts. Yeah, a lot of acts. And I was for it. I was like wishing that like Jordan's wedding had been quite that interesting. Jordan's just- wedding just had like a list of every single saint that ever existed. <laughs> I just remember sitting there, and I don't know what even was happening. And mind you, this was like right before I got sober. So I was probably drunk, but I feel (laughs) like there was like 10 minutes of them just listing names of saints. And I was like, what the hell is happening right now? What's going on? Oh my God. You didn't have that at your wedding, nor did either of my brothers. No, no. (laughs) Well, only Steven got married actually at the scene of the crime over there. It's true. But yeah. And he didn't have anyone ringing the little, the little Christ cracker bell. Yeah. The bells. Yeah. So. But yeah, so this this uh, <laughs> wedding in the movie is definitely interesting. There's definitely a lot happening. And Hugh Grant uh-huh. is definitely not good at being a best man because not only is he late, but he also doesn't have the rings. So Right. I didn't know if those were the rings that they were supposed to have. Or if they no, were no, just no, certainly not. Quirky. Okay, yeah, they were like toys. He didn't mm-hmm. have the actual rings, so he had to find some toys. Yes. Um, they look great, though. Mm-hmm. He gave a great speech. Everybody loved it. That's right. Um, including a woman in a very large black hat. Ooh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was the biggest hat I've ever seen in my life though. <laughs> he was really like, he was, he's checking out this woman, Carrie, and he asked about her and people were like, no, that's not going to work for you. It's not going to happen. She's American. Dream on, get lost. And that's when he gives a speech. Carrie thought it was great. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She comes up with him. Wait, what? Oh, the band played a lot of strange songs at this wedding. I had a note of that. They played like I Will Survive mm-hmm. and a couple other mm-hmm. kind of like breakup-y songs right. that um, you don't tend to hear at a, a, at a wedding celebration no. of love and unity. It w- again, it was 1994. Who knows what was happening? Who so. the hell knows? Certainly not us. We mm-hmm. were just babies. Oh, I will say that the bridesmaids dresses in this wedding were exactly the exact dress I wore as the flower girl for my Aunt Billy's wedding in 1994. <laughs> the exact dress. So on, on brand, on trend on right there. On brand, yes. Yep. Trendy as fuck. So I had it. <laughs> it's the one time I was ever with the times. Oh, man. Mr. Bean I is also, it. by the way, at this reception. That's right. <laughs> he doesn't play Mr. Bean. It's just the actor who plays Mr. Bean, Rowan Atkinson. And he's, in fact, in this movie, becoming a priest. So... Yes, I thought I, there was a lot of things I thought were that were going to happen in this movie, and I was writing them down as they went. And I mm-hmm. thought that Hat Woman was going, or or maybe the little woman, I don't remember which one, but one of the friends was going to sleep with him. I thought because she was just kind of being kind of like sexual. Oh um, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that that's where that was going to go, and that he was going to abandon his um his calling, but no such no such luck no no he uh he did in fact become a priest and he was not very good at that so no he wasn't he should have ditched it um, and got yeah. laid but anyway so back to this reception uh yeah Hugh Grant's there his name is Charles by the way um, oh is movie. it yes <laughs> um Thanks. and then yeah he gives a toast everyone's enjoying the reception and yeah uh, Charles is is staring at carry the big hat lady so Mm -hmm. uh yeah they finally get acquainted but he gets invited to go to his friend's mansion castle actually castle castle Mm -hmm. mansion it's gonna be amazing they have plenty of room for him and he's gonna go there yep but when he was on his way he had them drop him off back at his place at his hotel 
Because that's where Carrie was staying. Carrie was staying. Mm -hmm. And this was fun. I like this part. He goes in, he gets a drink for them, but then all of a sudden she's nowhere where she just disappears. And that is because this other man who's been trying to pursue her walks back in the room and she's hiding from him. Yes. She somehow makes it back up to her room while Hugh Grant distracts him. Well, Hugh Grant is more like accosted by him. He really was. (laughs) Is now like stuck being held prisoner by this dude who is drunk and terrible. He was drunk and also terrible. So then the the waiter guy came back to Hugh Grant and said his wife was waiting in room 12. So he took the hint and ran upstairs. Yes. And he got it on with with Carrie. Yeah. Carrie was all all about it. She was like, you know, wedding sex. Everybody likes it. Everybody likes it. Then it's the second wedding. Oh, she has to go back to America. Well, hold on. <laughs> when, yeah. they, when he Sorry, wakes up, Carrie is, she like pretends to like, oh, like, when are we getting married now that we've had- Oh that? God, that was funny. Yeah. And he was like, uh, <laughs> what? Excuse me? She's you like, well, you made love to me. So we're clearly um, engaged now. It's but yeah, she's she's gone back to America and, and that's the end of that. One night stand, it happens. And now yeah. we're on to the next wedding. Correct. Yes. Oh, so also at the first wedding, was that when his sister had seen the deaf guy? Uh, his Not his sister. Oh, the brother is the deaf guy. The, 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 there's a the deaf brother. guy. Um, what's his name? I can't remember his name. David? Yes, David is deaf. He's Charles's brother. And David caught the eye of a woman who was a guest at the first wedding. So she shows up again at the second wedding, having learned sign language because she wanted to uh you know get with david and that was very cute it was and then i wrote i smell a third wedding which is another thing that was not something that happened i mean it, it did but it not get married. they're not they're not one of the weddings though <laughs> but they're not one of the four anyway there was a lot i was very confused for the first like three quarters of this movie because i had no idea like who was related to who who was friends with who who was what to who mm-hmm. like all i got was like carrie sucks Hugh Grant kind of sucks. <laughs> and all these people know each other. Great. I could see that. There was a lot of people. There's a lot of things happening. So I agree with you that Carrie sucks. I like Carrie Hugh Grant, sucks. Though. And that's in that Hugh Grant. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, this is what also reminded me of Notting Hill. Carrie sucking. But um, and that Julia Roberts in that movie was just like, why? What's the point? Why her? <laughs> um, um, Carrie at least had the humor in this one anyway, though. So really? I, I thought mean, Carrie was mostly a wet blanket the whole time. I, I guess I'm just thinking of that one in particular moment where she joked about being engaged to him <laughs> because they had sex. And then after that, all of her wit disappeared. Hmm. But that's because at the second wedding, she's she's there. Yes. She and she's back, with someone from America and she's with her fiance. And he's a really <laughs> old man. <laughs> and he's so old. Yeah, they're still at this way. Oh, yeah. So then his like his ex hen was there. Her name was Henrietta, I guess. And she was there at this wedding and she like confronted him at one point. She's very drunk and she told him how terrible his life will be if he doesn't get married, mm-hmm. um, which is not something I would say to my exes. Yeah, probably not. No, well, not I'm not that call. invested. I don't no. care what they're doing. Get married or don't. <laughs> like, I don't fucking care. Carrie and Hugh Grant end up in a car back together and they get drunk um, or they get a drink. And I'm not sure how that happened. Um, well, Carrie asked him to like ride home with her in the taxi. So he was like, just going to drop her off. And then 
she i guess invited him up to her room and uh, that's when they got it on again even though i don't know where her fiance was i don't know thank what you i was about to, to ask you where uh-huh. he went because i'm like that he could just stay over and the, right the not gonna find out like what um but yeah so they hook up again and then this time charles is the one who's like okay bye and like he just leaves and that's that (laughs) yes and then they get a he gets a wedding invitation from carrie that's right so then he runs off to get her something off the registry at some antique shop in london everything's very expensive but he also has to go meet his brother who's getting fitted for like his tuxedo or like getting ready for his own wedding uh, oh. David is marrying the other girl that yes. he met. Um, but then he yes. runs into Carrie. Then he runs into Carrie, who wants to know what it is that um, she he got for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he goes with her to try on her wedding dresses. Which seems kind of cruel, in my opinion. It's like, oh. why would you do that? I don't understand. Uh, well, he definitely should have felt much better when she came out in that Bo Peep outfit. Because that was like, what? Like, Yeah, it was pretty terrible. Me, that... Like, was that something i need to look that up and see if people actually did that because mm. not at the wedding i went to where we dressed at the pinnacle of fashion right obviously but yeah so they're out at the shop um he's helping her pick out her wedding dress i guess and then they go out to <laughs> eat lunch or some meal and they run through all of the people that they've slept with and Carrie she says has she's slept gonna be faithful when she gets married a lot of people but she's gonna not be faithful now so now yes once she's married she doesn't even say now she's no. not even like oh now we're good oh she's yeah like, right once we get married <laughs> i'll stop sleeping with people and she slept with 33 people and she goes mm-hmm. through each one which i for one find impressive yeah that's, to remember all those people to remember them all that's uh, quite the feat i don't that's think i can especially- barely remember i no not barely i literally don't remember people that i went to high school with and sat next to for four years so no yeah definitely <laughs> definitely same I wrote there in this cafe and his whole shirt is just wide open. Yes. And it he, was like it was just like he, buttons. It just didn't bother to button most of the buttons. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but then uh, he realizes he's very late to go help his brother. Yes. And so he's like, if you come with me, it'll like soften the blow. So he drags Carrie over to like meet his brother and apologize for being late. And um, she doesn't know sign language, obviously, so she can't interact with David. And David is saying things that Charles is not translating correctly because like, <laughs> you've got big boobs or like he likes your boobs or, or some things like that. Which, um, yeah, if, Char- if Charles hadn't lied about it, I'm sure she would have figured that one out, actually. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> then they part ways, but he runs after her. Um, and then he stammers he some things at her like he runs after her and <laughs> stammers and i don't think he got out a complete sentence even except I, I i i truly don't even know what he said i didn't write it down but whatever he said she was like that was romantic i thought it over a lot and um that was great and <laughs> Hugh grant's like I, I yeah i meant every word and she says that he's lovely and kisses him on the cheek and then walks away and that's the end of that he yes, basically the, was like, I love you and like you shouldn't marry whoever or like don't go away or yeah. Yes. He he told her he was in love with her and she said, you are lovely. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that Not is great. rushing. And again, he spent two nights and half an afternoon with her. So yes, there's a lot going on there. <laughs> um, 
And anyway, so now it is the third wedding. Yes. It's Hamish and Carrie and they're getting married and Charles is uh, not too thrilled about it. No. Kind of down in the dumps. But his ex is there again, Hen, and she is doing better than last time. She doesn't accost him this time. So she's just like, she's there. She's happy. She's got a new boyfriend. And yes. meanwhile, Charles and all of his friends are there and they're all still single. And the one guy is like, you know what? I want everybody here to go find their significant others that they're going to marry right now, tonight. That's what you're all going to do. Yes, the beard. They guy. all take it very seriously because they all go and try to find like husbands and wives. Yes. Beardy reminded me, I know you said that you've seen a lot of um, Cary Grant movies and we had talked about The Bishop's Wife, but this mm-hmm. guy reminded me of The Professor in that movie. Just the way that uh-huh. he spoke, like he just really gave me I some could see that. flashbacks. Fifi, who's one of the friends, yes. tells Hugh Grant that she, I guess, was always in love with him. Right. But that doesn't but, really lead anywhere. So <laughs> it doesn't. And it doesn't seem to affect their friendship really. Either, no, not at all. So that um, was kind of a joke. I literally right wrote there was no resolution to that conversation. And then we just walked out and we're like with John Hanna in the hall. John Hanna from our other favorite movie, Sliding Doors. Um, <laughs> but John Hanna is they're not married. He's with the beard, the bearded guy. They're together. They're a couple. Right. So John Hanna is the boyfriend of the bearded guy who has ordered everybody to go find husbands and wives. And the bearded guy is very happily dancing and just like having a good old time at this wedding. I don't know why they're, do they know Hamish? Do they know Carrie? Like, why are they all at this wedding? Why are they it all didn't at this wedding? It makes sense to me. Why? I didn't know that those two were together until way later. Also that you mentioned, <laughs> I did not know that did not, that did not come through. I mean, yeah, but they looked like they were having a nice time. Um, the short girl found the tallest man, which was fun. Yes. What was her name? I don't I know remember. what her name is, but the bearded guy's <laughs> name was Gareth. And yes. um, I don't remember John Han- Hannah's name because I never wrote it down. No. But Gareth is, <laughs> um, like I said, he's dancing in a kilt. And then he collapses. He had a heart attack um, yes. right during when the, they were giving the toasts. And he did, in fact, die. And it's very sad. It's very sad. And then Hugh starts to reflect and he thinks that he's not destined to get married. Hugh Grant um, does that. Yes. yes. And his well, friend wants to settle down. Blah, blah, yeah. Blah. Well, we're, yeah. we have to go to the funeral. So this is the funeral. Is that, that at the funeral? Sorry. It's after the funeral. So. Oh, oops. Oh, yeah. I didn't write down anything from the funeral. My bad. Yeah. John, this is so the they're at the funeral. The John Hanna, a.k.a. Garrett's boyfriend, gives a very beautiful eulogy, um, moving speech about Gareth, um, who he says prefers preferred funerals to weddings, which is kind of bleak. But he wants um, everybody to remember Gareth as the joyous person. And I wrote down that David Schwimmer should take some notes about how to behave at a funeral because... <laughs> because he cannot and that was not um charles and carrie meet outside at the funeral she had postponed her honeymoon so she could come um to the funeral which was very nice of her i thought and she again kisses him on the cheek and just walks away and then that's when he talks to his friend about like oh i don't know if i'm destined to get married like i don't 
I guess there's like the one for everybody and I don't know if I'll ever meet my one. And then his friend is like, yeah, I was just planning to like settle for some some girl who comes my way. And I was like, what? What? Was that supposed to be a good speech? Like, that's that what I didn't understand. I was, I was like, like are you supposed to? Are you supposed to be inspiring? Because I don't feel inspired. I don't feel that at all. I was like, all right. Um, yeah, I think his name was Matthew. Mm-hmm. Matthew is something. Matthew is John Hanna. Yes. Oh, right. Matthew right, right, and uh, yeah, John Matthew Hannah. is the boyfriend of the now dead guy. Um, Sorry. Yeah. So this this other guy. Yeah. So now now it's a new day. We have a new event, right? It's uh, a few months later, 10 months later, someone has set up like a million alarm clocks in Charles's room to make sure that he wasn't late to his own wedding. Oh, look, Charles is getting married. Charles Crazy. Getting 10 married. months. He's found his perfect match and he's ready to settle down. Great. Amazing. Matthew is the groomsman, Fiona, um, who is the one who said that she was in love with Charles, is not the person he's marrying. She gives a toast saying that she's happy for Charles and Duckface. Duckface is her nickname for Hen, Charles's ex-girlfriend who was at the last two weddings, one where she was crazy and one where she was normal. So I guess Charles hooked back up with Hen and now it's 10 months later and they're getting married Hooray. Yeah, i guess she's just not with that other guy anymore guess not which is whatever yeah scarlet and, um, is the short scarlet girl's is name, the short girl she's, she's the texan yeah still with the tall guy she met at the the wedding where they were ordered to find their soulmates which yes. apparently at least two of them have now so she did cool. it yes check check and uh charles is having cold feet about the wedding he's he's awesome. he's freaking out a little bit he's pacing in the back of the room at church and he's like oh no what's gonna happen and then Um, real quick just that tall guy who wants someone to settle someone came in for the wedding and did i misunderstand or did was he related to this woman and then he fell in love with her what okay so the guy who said to hugh grant i want a woman who will pretty much just settle for me and i can settle for her and like that's my blipping speech right Uh this guy so he was an usher at charles's wedding and right. a woman came in and they started talking and it seemed to me that she was saying, oh, he said we've met before. She said we have. And she, I think, said that she was his cousin. But then like they were in love. I didn't catch any of that. So I have no okay. idea. Literally no clue what you're <laughs> even talking about. Like that just yeah. went completely over my head. It was really weird. So basically okay. she was like, yeah, we're cousins. And he was like, neat. And they were like, they had a moment like when um, what's her face from the last movie met the serial killer guy. And they like time froze, like everything was like romance mm. for them. And I was like, ew, like she just said, she's your cousin. All right. Well, anyway, I guess they took that out of whatever version you watched. <laughs> it didn't, or I just wasn't paying attention to it because I they don't even took out the realize incest that. for yeah. you. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Charles is still pacing in the back of the church or in the back room, wherever. Yes. And his brother David comes in. And is like, okay, well, I think you've got three choices. Um, you got to either go through with the wedding or you have to call it off. And um, then he's like, yeah, I can't think of a third. So those are your two options. <laughs> That's it. So Charles is like, okay, well, I guess I'll go get married. And so he goes and they're having the ceremony. And then right in the middle where they're about to give their vows, David stands up and he bangs on the pew and he's like, I need. And he asks via sign language for Charles to translate for him so that everybody can hear what he has to say. And he tells the room via sign language that Hugh Grant is translating that the groom is having doubts and he loves someone else. 
And Charles is like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then um, Hen, the fiance, who he's supposed to be marrying this very minute, rightfully punches him in the face. So did you ever see the Sex in the City movie? No, I've never seen Sex in the City. I didn't watch the show and I've never seen the movies. Well, there's one character who when Carrie's wedding just blew up all on her wedding day, she said, I'll handle everything and I'll let everyone know. And she really did a great deal of greatness for Carrie, where I feel Hugh Grant needed that character in his life to be there because everyone was just kind of like near and near and near until the last possible second. He right. needed a Samantha Jones to be like, this wedding's off. I'm going to tell everyone. You right. I'll, I'll get I'll get everybody to like just go home and it'll be fine. Because not for nothing, but David's thing really sucked, too. Like that wasn't even the third option. He was just kind of like. I don't know. It, it was, was just it, it was really kind of the 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 second option. Just yeah, it was yeah, just him putting new ground <laughs> no, on the no, spot. He's, in front of he's the one who's announcing it instead. <laughs> he just threw him right under the bus. That's yeah. really all that happened. So um, but yeah, so so that's fine. It worked out. And um yeah. yeah, so now everybody's Charles and all of his friends are hanging out. And Carrie shows up, it's pouring rain, she knocks on the door and um she said she came to check on Charles, make sure he's not like killing himself or anything. And I guess she apologizes for everything. She's separated now, by the way. She's not with yes. her husband anymore. And Charles is like, no, I'm the bastard. And um, I shouldn't have done what I did, like trying to marry Hen, which is true. That should not have happened. Yeah. And then he's like, me and marriage, not meant for each other. I don't want to get married, but I do want to be with you. Um, I'm utterly in love with one person and two and i think that maybe we should be together but never get married and carrie says <laughs> the stupidest line i've ever heard in the whole history of movies because hugh grant's like let's go inside so we're not like soaking wet and she's like it's still raining i hadn't noticed was like the most flat affect i've ever seen i'm like have you ever, <laughs> you ever acted before <laughs> I understand. That was just reading a line or reciting a line. Yeah. So they don't get married, but they do live happily ever after. And at the end, the credits roll, and you see all of the friends have also found partners and have gotten married or like moved on with their lives. That and guy marries his cousin. Sure. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Even Matthew finds another nice man to be with. David marries the girl who. <laughs> Whatever. I wrote, I didn't realize that Matthew was gay. Was I supposed to? <laughs> so I wrote that at the end. I didn't get it. Didn't know. Throughout the whole I, movie, even when he gave the speech at the, the funeral. I thought they were just really close friends. Cause like, yeah, I don't know. It just did not come through for me. It wow. didn't come through at all. Well, because Beardy's like, let's all fall in love at this wedding, goes out dancing with some woman. I'm like, oh, great. All right. Whatever. Like <laughs> nothing there. Just all did right, not then. see it. Until then, at the end, he's got somebody. I was like, oh, I guess he just he's just gay. That's great. So I missed it. <laughs> I'm happy for him. Oh, my God. Didn't All right. Well, it. that's it. That's four weddings and a funeral. I think we gave as confused a recap as it was to watch the movie. So, Honestly. Um, what did you think? I didn't like it as much as I thought I was going to. But I also like I didn't like it as much in the moment. But then like later, I liked it. Like as the day went on, I just like kept thinking about things. I was like, oh, OK, yeah, but I really don't like her at all, though. I don't like her at <laughs> like all. Her at all. She's Ugh. the reason that it doesn't get more Julius for me. I would give it like three point eight Julia's mostly for Hugh Grant and his um, mm. Hugh Grantness. Mm -hmm. I thought there were 
quite a few funny points in the movie like if you watch it mm-hmm. and i think you would appreciate it upon second watch because i have to give it a upon shot. first watch i too remember being very confused about almost everything that i was seeing but upon like second and third viewing it's a much better movie <laughs> so i have to give it another um, shot yeah 3.8 julia's for me i'm going 2.4 julia's okay Less than half, but Not that's just first half. viewing. That's just the first viewing. <laughs> See how it goes in the future. Yeah. I mean, Andy McDowell, who you also know from Groundhog's Day, mm-hmm. who, yeah, I just don't like her very much. Like, I just don't, I, th- I don't think she's a very good actress, honestly. She just doesn't. No. She doesn't, she's like, I don't even think she acts. She just stands there and like says things. I'm like, are you doing anything? <laughs> like, she I has could to do like what you like- do. <laughs> the look on her face is always just like really peaceful like mm-hmm. that like that's just she just looks like very mm-hmm. like content just everywhere she goes which i mean when you have no conscience yeah i mean she was just a <laughs> yeah not a great person in the movie but whatever whatever <laughs> um, wow is there any trivia for this movie nikki Yes. Backstories were given in a deleted scene. Ah. Charles and Matthew and Fiona were at university together and Gareth was a lecturer. So I was kind of right. Um, he was professor. Scarlett mm-hmm. was found under Charles' kitchen table after a party and has lived there ever since. <laughs> so those are all things that we just didn't know about them. Okay, cool. I was like, are they related? Are they? I thought they were like, especially because like the Gareth is so old. I was like, is he like his dad? Like, where like, did he come from? Like, who are is they this family? Guy? And then Fifi's like, I love you. And I'm like, wait, no, what? No, <laughs> excuse me. You're gay. Like, what? Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Um, inspiration for this movie came when co-executive producer and writer Richard Curtis was flipping through some old diaries and realized that he had been to 72 weddings in 10 years. Holy crap. That's a lot of weddings. That is a lot. Uh, Hugh Grant had to learn sign language for his scenes with his brother played by David Bauer. Um, for his audition, Hugh Grant played a tape of when he was best man at his brother's wedding. Um, this is Rowan Atkins' favorite film of his own. Wow. Okay. I know. Um, filming lasted only 35 days. That's quick. Neat. Yes. Um, this is the first British movie to win a Caesar, which is the French equivalent of an Oscar. Holy cow. Oh, no. Okay. Dame Kristen Scott Thomas dubbed her own voice for the French version. Good for you. She did her own stunts as well. Um, <laughs> Marissa Tomei. What movie was that? That was funny. Marissa Tomei turned down the role, the role of Carrie, explaining my grandfather was sick at the time and I didn't want to leave New York. I'm sure it would have been fine with him, but I didn't want to go anywhere. I would have preferred Marissa Tomei, who is an she excellent actress. Great. Oh, my God. She is an excellent actress. Um, bring some life to this. Do do do. While making this movie, Hugh Grant thought it was awful. <laughs> Hugh Grant thinks that about every movie he's in. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> he hates everything he does. He's like, this is awful. I hate this. This is awful. Why would I do this? Um, the character of Carrie was voted one of the most annoying movie characters of all time in the British online poll. Correct. Yes. Do do do. Before composing the score, Richard Rodney benefit uh, Richard Richard Ronnie Bennett fell asleep in the middle of his first viewing of the movie. Doesn't doesn't really bode well. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, when Hugh Grant showed up at the London premiere of this movie with his girlfriend Elizabeth Hurley, Hurley's seductive Gianni Versace outfit drew most of the attention away from Grant, much to his obvious chagrin. I read more about that, and 
I guess like because she wasn't really anybody at the time and she also like didn't have any money. But people were like, oh, if you're going to go to things like this, designers will give you a dress to wear. So she called like every designer possible and Versace gave her this dress and it was the only dress they gave her. Usually they will give a couple, but they gave her just one. And it's this dress that it's pinned together with safety pins. Like there's just these big gold safety Mm -hmm. pins and it's a very outrageous dress. But she rocked it. It was kind of like Chelsea's dress. On the first night oh, of The Bachelor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> in terms of um of skin. Um, the F word was said 28 times in this movie. In the opening scene, the F word was used 13 times and was said by Hugh Grant and uh, Charlotte Coleman. Most of Jeremy Kemp's role was deleted. I'm assuming that's the other guy. I don't remember. We'll have to see. I wish I knew what, what was deleted in his role. <laughs> booty, booty, boo. There's a lot of the... um Car- Sarah Jessica Parker auditioned for the role of Carrie. Speaking of Carrie's, nothing else very good. Everything is just other movies that people appeared in together. Okay, well then, on to some reviews. What? Let's hear some. Do you think this movie was reviewed at? Oh, probably like in the high seventies from everyone. Well, the audience gave it a seventy-four percent fresh. Okay, so right on the nose there. The critics had a 96% fresh rating. 96. Of course they did. Of course they did. They didn't need backstories or things to make sense or no, likable no. characters. Why would they? <laughs> need that at all. Fuck that. Uh, <laughs> great. So um, some reviews. Sheila from The Independent in the UK says, it's rare to see in a British film a dramatic point that doesn't hinge on dialogue. Four Weddings and a Funeral is a lightweight affair, but this is one of several fine touches that make it, on the whole, a cause for celebration rather than mourning. Yep. Mm. Uh, Deftly written by Richard Curtis and directed by the versatile Mike Newell, Four Weddings is as good as its word, breezily following a small circle of friends through every one of the events the title promises. That's, that's, duh. That's not even a review. <laughs> they better. A likable, heartwarming bit of entertainment that propelled Grant's career and proved to be box office gold. Do you want to know what outlet that review is from? Horses and Hounds? Ugh, if only. No. (laughs) It's from a fellow named Mike who writes for an outlet called Gone with the Twins. Okay. Okay. Okay, Mike. Cool, Mike. (laughs) Richard Curtis's screenplay is a celebration, and the film's success is that we end up celebrating with it. There's one bad review on this page. It's from The New Yorker. The setup is too arch to support the movie's detour into poignance, though John Hanna does give a moving rendition of W.H. Auden's funeral funeral blues. True. Mm, That was true. Um, Some audience reviews. Let's see. Oh, that was the other thing. That wasn't like his poem. So I wasn't like with all that, like, oh, I loved him, blah, blah, blah. Like it didn't hit me that like he loved. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, He quite literally said I loved him, but I was like, that's not his words. Yeah, I I say that to all my friends, whatever. (laughs) I would say that. I would say I love someone. Oh my God, yeah. Daniel P says it's a flawed graphic. A, a, fall, a flawed classic. True. This movie, seeing part of Hugh Grant's phase as a bumbling, fumbling fool, probably wouldn't have seemed as annoying in 1994 as it does 20 years after. <laughs> <laughs> Again, she was more annoying than him. Yes, he was fine. 
this person says few movies are as charming as this time as this one an all-time classic gern g-e-r-n i think you pronounce it gern i don't know how else you would pronounce it they gave it uh, 1.5 stars and said it's offensively bad lame weak condescending bad wow oh okay and Steve okay. gave it one star. He says, deeply unlikable, despite the likable leads. Marissa O gave it five stars, and she said, this is what people should be making. <laughs> this is it. This is what all the this people one. should be making. This is this is the, the project. Will has smoked something because he says, to be honest, thought Andy McDowell did a good job. I found her quite uninteresting. What? He wrote both of those sentences? <laughs> yes. Either way, the supporting cast is fun and likable, and you get the charm you're looking for in a Hugh Grant rom-com. Uh-huh. Oof. Sheesh. If you mean no complete sentences, but still somehow a run-on, then yeah. I love this movie and watch it whenever it is on cable. It never gets old. Hugh Grant is wonderful as Charles. I became an instant fan and have followed his career. Ooh, since 94. Nothing beats a 90s British rom-com featuring Hugh Grant as a lovable perpetual bachelor and his misfit group of friends, including Kristen Thompson, as they attend a series at four weddings and a funeral, thank you, <laughs> over the course of a year. Big hats, British humor, Rowan Atkinson as the world's most nervous priest, and maybe true love is found along the way. All right. Yeah. Bum, bum. Great romantic comedy, very likable, and good fun. Good work by writer Richard Charles. Brava. Okay. This person... Galvi has given it four stars on the website and yet starts his review with in parentheses 5.0 out of six, which I don't understand who rates things on a scale of six, but okay. When we see on big days, it's better to arrive early than late when we can't miss some moments. That's not a sentence. When we see wake up late, to arrive on time I, this is just nonsense it's just nonsense it's all Gibberish. nonsense this person wow this person really went all in for this review dan gave it four stars and he has broken it down for us story okay. slash screenplay four out of five one of the sharpest comedies from the 1990s driven by smart dialogue and colorful characters very special duration slash tempo 3.5 out of five stars at one hour and 57 minutes, it's a lot, it's longer than average that felt much shorter. Okay. Cast and crew, 4.5 out of five. Simon Callow is fantastic. Hugh Grant and Andy McDowell were wonderful. Great chemistry between them. Solid supporting cast led by John Hanna, Kristen Scott Thomas, and Charlotte Coleman. Summary, four out of five. A very fine film. The story was very good. The cast was excellent. And the film didn't feel long. A thumbs up. Wow, Dan. Very thorough. Mm. <laughs> Good for Dan. He did his homework. He really did. I feel like that review literally was homework. <laughs> All right. Aldo gave it one and a half stars. And he says, okay, it is not fair to write a review after seeing just 10 minutes of a film. So I decided to give it a second try and to finish it. I confirm my opinion. It is unbearably stupid. I understand it does not want to be very deep. It is just a romantic comedy. The romantic part is really silly. And just from the first appearance of Carrie, it is immediately understood the happy ending. About the comedy. Well, a comedy should be fun, should be me laugh. Not at all. 
I smiled, not laughed, and very lightly, exactly twice. Overall, the movie is boring, really boring. Lost in Translation is still unsurpassed. But this is a good competitor. What? For most boring? For most boring? Be more clear. Hugh Grant is not only probably the worst actor ever, he is so unpleasant and disagreeable that every time his face appears on screen, I feel I wish to slap. It's also not a sentence. (laughs) I feel I wish (laughs) to slap. Oh, I love that. I'm putting that on a shirt. I feel I wish to slap. I feel I wish to slap. Uh, Jenna I gave it three stars. She says, what a strange movie. The entire vibe is so limp and forced. And that's not just Andy McDowell's deliveries. (laughs) Burn. That said, by the end, you can't help but appreciate the intense focus of the banalities of wedding, the variety of intensely normal people with no stereotyping focus on what makes them different and the frank discussions of when people marry and why. Hugh Grant, at his peaks looks-wise, doesn't hurt either. Fair, I guess. Um, let's see. Anything else good? Four Weddings and a Funeral is insufferably cheesy, worsened by annoying performances and a lack of emotional drama. Okay, thanks, Anthony. Woof. Kelly Kay says, I assume that's Kelly Kapowski. This was a good movie. It didn't stand out as anything special and memorable for me in terms of romantic comedy. It was amusing and cute, but pretty ordinary. Cool. All right, mm-hmm. more. There's more just like that, but that's pretty much it. That's Four Weddings and a Funeral. Most people liked it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah, the I guess is really exactly, most people liked it, I guess. That is exactly <laughs> what came through for me. Well, listen. Not all Hugh Grants can be horses and hounds, you know. No. They can't all be know, perfect have, like that. You have to watch them all. Like I'm glad that I've seen it now. It's true. Are there any that we haven't watched? I don't think we watched two weeks notice. No, I don't think we have. Um but is listen, it is your birthday coming up, so you should pick the film that we will do next. And there's a few good ones we've talked about. I really like the idea of doing about time. I love that one. It I love that me- one. We'll That's stay- a good one. We'll stick with our Brits for okay. now. And then we'll come back to uh we'll come back to Hugh and we'll finish him out. I like it. Oh, we all- we haven't seen Bridget Jones diary and stuff either. That's true. We haven't done that. And there is also the new to all the boys I love before film. Oh my gosh. Oh, maybe we do that one then. That one's coming in time for Valentine's Day, isn't it? I believe it comes out on yeah, but I think the Friday before. So I think probably the twelfth. So a week. Oh my word. A week so from now. A week from now. Uh let's watch that. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do that. I'm so excited for that one. So I'm into it. And then we'll we'll carry on from there. But it's okay. Yes. That's a good plan. I like it. We'll do that. Woo. I'm into it. Cool. Well, Nikki, anything else to leave our lovely listeners with? Let's see. Just make sure you don't do anything dumb. A lot of people are pretending that this pandemic this pandemic is over. It's it is not. not. Nope. So just read all the information you can and just just don't do anything crazy. Just hang tight. We'll be out of yes. here soon. Don't We're do not any super spreader events. Don't go to a Super Bowl party. Just don't just don't do it. Okay? Don't. Yeah. Who are you voting for for the Super Bowl, Hill? I I don't uh, I mean, I truly deeply don't care. Honestly, I would be fine if either team won. Kansas City won last year, but Tom Brady has won like all the other Super Bowls. So <laughs> there's like whatever. Uh, 
I guess it would be fun for Tampa Bay to win because they're kind of the underdogs and it would just add to Tom Brady's legend. And he is the handsomer of the two quarterbacks, which is how I typically choose who I root for. Mm. Like mm-hmm. last year, I rooted for Jimmy Garoppolo because he is probably the most handsome football player I've ever seen. And he played for the 49ers, but they lost. So whatever. That's my football analysis. You're welcome, everybody. I thank you. And it made the most sense to me out of every football <laughs> analysis I've ever heard. So <laughs> you should have a spot on ESPN. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yes. Anyway, I got a flu shot yesterday. And my arm Ooh. really, really hurts. Can't yeah, really lift it. it's real. It, like I don't like it. Like it. Yeah, I got one a couple months ago, and yeah, I felt the same. But the worst is tetanus. Oh yeah, that's a rough one. That one. Anyway, don't listen to me. It's not that bad. Go get a flu shot. Get a vaccine when you can, please, for the COVID nineteen yes. virus. And uh, don't forget to stretch. As always, don't forget to stretch. <laughs> Thank you so much, as always, for listening. And we'll see you in two weeks with uh, the third installment of um, "To All the Boys I've Loved Before." Indeed. Bye. Bye.